message Jesus is giving me to give. And you can go a step further and go ahead and share it and like it. We need to know that Jesus is coming. We need to be getting ready. He said, if we're not getting ready, it's going to be like a thief in the night when he comes. We don't want it to be like that. We don't want to be um, not ready for Jesus because then we're going to wish that he never even came. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you that you have a word for us, that you're preparing us for your return. We're just thanking you, thank you right now, Lord, that you would just take over, just take over and say the things that you want to say through me. Teach us your way. Thank you for your wisdom, your knowledge. We thank you that you don't want to be a mystery to us. We thank you that you have answers for us. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. You know, one of the answers he has is we wonder why the things in the word aren't happening, why those promises aren't coming to pass. And Jesus wants to share the answer for that, of that with us today. I want to start by reading you um, 2 Timothy 2. I'll start with verse 20. In a large house, there are articles not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some are of special purpose and some are common use. Those who cleanse themselves from the later will be instruments for special purpose, made holy, useful for the master, and prepared to do any good work. Verse 22, flee from evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Along with those who call on the Lord with a pure heart. You know, God is calling. I mean, we call on him and we're asking him to do things. And the answer he is saying is we got to separate ourselves. We have to separate ourselves onto him. We not only want him to do for us, but he has things that he wants us to do for him. And so the the thing is, um, just bouncing over here a little bit for a minute, is we have no understanding, really, of the enemy and what he is up to and how he is constantly looking for a way in to choke the word. Jesus said that as soon as you hear the word, um, also like as soon as you start believing God for your healing or whatever it is, as soon as you start trusting God, the enemy is going to come and try to take it. And he looks for any available avenue. He'll he'll cause trouble. He'll he'll get you to be distracted. He'll get you um, get your eyes on something other than God to be your God instead of him. He has all kinds of ways where he comes in and he just chokes that word. And God wants us to know today. That's why um, the things that we're believing for aren't happening because really the enemy is controlling our lives. He's coming in and he is trying to be our God so that we're not following God. And so when you get really serious about God or if you have something happen in your life like I did, my son was born with a birth defect and I was determined to see the word of God come to pass. And when that happens, the enemy is right there to try to make sure it isn't going to happen. That's what I've learned. That's what God taught me is that as soon as you hear the word, he is going to come. He's going to come like a storm and he's going to try to stop it. And so really what, what God is saying is if, if you want to if you, if you have his promises in your life, you have to understand 
that you have an enemy and he is going to come against you. Matthew 4. Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil for 40 days and 40 nights he fasted and became hungry. During that time, the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, Man does not live on bread alone, but every word from the mouth of God. And so you see how the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, led Jesus in the wilderness. And when you start asking God for things, he's going to start leading you into the wilderness so you can get to know your enemy and learn to know that you have to resist him like Jesus did. And you resist him with your actions, the word. Jesus said, no, I'm not turning. I mean, he, he was capable of doing that. And he said, no, because he knew what was happening. He was led by the Spirit in the wilderness to overcome the ploys of the enemy. And when you, when you've, and I'm not going to read the rest of this right now today, I just want to dab in here a little bit and get us started. But God wants us to know why things aren't happening in our lives, why things aren't happening in the church. And it's because we don't understand that the enemy is coming to trick us. Well, of course he didn't trick Jesus. But, you know, when we're amateurs, when we just start walking out there and we ask God for something and it doesn't happen, just like Jesus said it in Mark 4, we get offended and we fall away because of the word. I just want to encourage you to just go ahead and study Mark 4. Just read it over and over again and keep reading and keep reading it and ask Jesus for revelation. Because he said in Mark 4, if you don't understand this, that this isn't going on, you're not going to understand anything. You're not going to understand why that prayer wasn't answered. You're not going to understand why God isn't overtaking the church as he wants to. You're not going to have understanding that you're being led by the enemy and not Jesus, not the Holy Spirit. You know, when Jesus showed up after he went through all this in the wilderness, and, and of course, Satan tempted him with other things, not just food. But after um, he went through all this and he proved to the enemy that none of those things were his God, he didn't give in to the enemy. When, when he was um, going around doing good, when the enemy saw him coming, what happened? He'd flee. He knew that Jesus knew who he was. And Jesus is saying to us today, we don't know who we are. We're under his foot instead of him being under our foot. We're to take authority over him, yet he has authority over us, and we don't even know that. For instance, let's just start with the first thing, food. He tempted Jesus with food. He knew that God was telling him to go without food for 40 days. And so, of course, he came to tempt him with food. And Jesus said no. So Jesus won that battle. Things that are happening in our lives aren't a physical problem. It isn't an intellectual problem. It's a spiritual problem. Just like mental illness. There's no mental illness. It's the enemy harassing. Acts 10.38, Jesus went around doing good, healing especially those who were harassed and oppressed by the enemy. And so Jesus wants us to know that. He wants us to know that we have to know the things of the Spirit. 
And when we ask him for something, to go ahead and expect to be led into the wilderness, to be tempted and tested by the enemy, because that's how you get to know him and how you learn to take authority over him and how you can be that vessel for God to use. So that's the word that I have for you today. And we're just dabbing into this a little bit. But Jesus wants us to know that we have to know the things of the Spirit and know how to resist the things of the flesh and and have his reasonings, um, his knowledge, his wisdom as to how to go ahead and to receive from him and also his power to go around and doing the good that he did. He wants to move in this last day. And he can't move through us if we don't cleanse ourselves. Can I read this to you again? Actually, I'd like to read this to you in the Amplified Classic Bible. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also utensils of wood and earthware, and some for honorable and noble use, and some for menial and noble use. So whoever cleanses himself from what is ignoble and unclean, who separates himself from the contact of contaminating and corrupting influence, he will then himself be a vessel set apart and useful and honorable for the noble purpose for and noble purpose, purposes and consecrated and profitable to the master, fit and ready for good work. And so you have to be willing to go through that wilderness. You have to be willing to learn who your enemy is, to, to do really what Jesus did, to lay down your life and just go ahead and do the things of God, say what he would say, do what he would do, prove his will is good and perfect. And if you want to do that, God is going to meet you right there. He's going to help you through it. I shared with you yesterday, I went through some time uh, where things were really, really rough and, and you just wonder what is going on. And that's what's going on. The enemy's trying to get you to quit and to give up. And he is there, and he. I just had a vision of him today, how he's just waiting to put his foot out and trip you. He's just waiting for that perfect time to mess you up and beat you up with his words and tell you you can't do it. Just like he said to Jesus, you can't take on the sin of the world. He's going to say to you, you can't do this. You're not good enough. Who do you think you are? You can't do it. But you got to get back in his face and call him out and stop letting him walk all over you. God is looking for workers. And if you want to cleanse yourself, for his use, if you're willing to be tested and tried by the enemy, if you're willing to go into that and know that you will come out on top because Jesus is going to be there for you the whole entire time, then Jesus is calling you. He's asking you. He has a message for you to give. He gave you a gift to do a good thing for him, to do a good work. And so if you want to do that, if you want to commit to him right now, if you want to live your life for him, if you want to be a part of his life, Revelation 3.20, he said he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would invite him in, if you would heed his voice, he would come and live on the inside of you. And then you will start your journey to know who that enemy is. 
You're going to know who he is, and you're going to come out on top, and then you're going to be able to go and do that work that Jesus was doing. And that's what he's calling us to do, to prepare the way for him, to go do what he was doing, and even greater. And it's going to take time. We can't do it at the last minute. So we got to get going, get on our boots, and and get going and do his work. So if you want to say that prayer with me, I'd love to say it with you. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for choosing us to be a part of your life, for anointing us to do your work. We thank you that you are calling us to go ahead and walk through that wilderness. And you're encouraging us to know our enemy, to know. Thank you that you want to reveal yourself to us and through us. And we just commit to you to do your work, to be there for you, to prepare the way for you. Thank you, Jesus. Love you and praise you. Give you all the glory. So you got to know that when you say that prayer, the enemy's going to come, but you got to get on your knees every day and get your armor on and don't let him knock you around. And if he knocks you down a few times, you just got to get right back up. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.